Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, guys, Mark Santiago, welcome to Empowered AF. This week, I've got a guest. I, I feel like I've been doing a lot of guests lately, but but all these really cool people have been coming into my life. And I've got with me today, David Pizarra, who is a men's family law attorney based in California. Welcome, David. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I, I'm good, man. It's kind of funny because, you know, in the world that we're in, it's kind of niche, right? Like there's not there's not a hundred people doing exactly the same thing. You know, maybe there's family law attorneys that specialize in men, but I've never met any. And so, you know, in my attorney, uh, you know, he, he worked with both men and females and I hadn't really come across anybody like you. So when you reached out to me, it was just kind of a, a really neat coincidence. I got to be on your podcast. Now you get to be on my podcast. I think this is going to be a valuable session for anybody that is either facing divorce as a man or you're thinking about filing for divorce even yourself. David's got some really good nuggets of wisdom that he can share from an attorney perspective. Now, again, we obviously have to uh, caveat this and say that David is California licensed and based, so therefore he has to give general advice. So with that said, I know that you guys are probably thinking, what, what is he gonna tell me all these things? And stay tuned to the end because we've got a great offer that we wanna give you um, that I think you're gonna really benefit from that David has. So. David, without further ado, tell me a little bit about your practice, just so we have an understanding of how long you've been doing it. Make sure you're actually legit. You're not full of shit, basically. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing this 20, 21 years now. I've had men come into my office and they sit down in my chair and they look at me and they're like, it's over. I want out. What's it going to cost me? How long is it going to take? And I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And it, the, the thing with men is they want solutions. They want solutions now. and the problem is in family court, solutions now don't generally work well. Yeah. That's one of the problems is because we're dealing with family and we're dealing with yeah. emotions and kids and there's all this other stuff. So the answer is that we have to actually go in with a strategy. And that's the real difference between men and women in family court is women strategize, dude. Yeah. Like seriously, I mean oh, like yeah. two years worth of strategy, like paying off their credit card bills, making sure yours stay high so that when you get divorced, you get stuck with the debt. She may be liable for half that, but it's still on your credit report. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting because I think like you just said, that perfect point of men want to go in and go just bulldoze everything and go, just tell me what it's going to cost me, how, you know, they, they don't want to face the pain. They don't want to face any of it. And that's, that's what we see in our programs. We see guys come into our group and, and all that, and they're in all this pain. And so they go to a family law attorney and say, okay, let's just get this shit over with. Or she filed. Now, what do I do? How do I save my ass? all of these things. But the key thing that I think you said there was long-term strategy that if you come in with a short-term focus, you're going to be fucked. Like you're, oh. you, you're literally going to be fucked. And, and like you've said that, tell me about like, what are some, like just real quick, two or three mistakes you commonly see with men who are coming in with that short-term mindset. So the number one mistake men make is they go into court thinking that they can just go in, tell the judge their side of the story, and that's going to be good enough. They can go in and be like, I'm a great dad and get 50% custodial timeshare. It's like, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. The other thing they do is they, they go to court. They don't get what they want. They haven't talked to a lawyer yet. They haven't even bothered to consult with anybody. They right. just know what the law is because they saw Boston legal like five years ago. Yeah. And then they're calling me going, I just got screwed in court. Fix it. 
I'm like, okay, we need to like back the truck up here, buddy. You yeah, know, you've so got to do some thinking about the real picture. One of the problems is men don't think about the whole picture. They think about just what they want, not what the kids need, mm. not what she wants, not what the courts want. So if they can just do a little bit more pre-planning, they'll end up in a much better position. Yeah. So it goes back to this idea that that divorce is it's a long-term solution in in every sense of the word, right? That divorce is final, it, or at least in the sense of that particular marriage is over. So when it's filed with the courts and all those things, it is a long process. You don't usually get divorced in a month. I think the minimum I've ever heard is like three months, and that's with a completely amicable, everybody sat down at the mediation table and it just worked, right? I've very few of those happen, but they do sometimes happen. But in the general sense of it, it's a long-term play. Mine took a year to actually get done from front to back. And I didn't even have a ton of assets at the time to divide up. It was just the process of, you know, going through things back and forth. So what you're saying is, is the guys need to come with the mentality of this isn't something that might be over in three weeks. This is something that might take a while and I need to be prepared in every sense of the word. So what are the types of things they should be doing to get prepared, you know, should they talk to a lawyer before they even go to court? Should they like talk to a lawyer when they get like when they first get that filing? Like, like when should they be doing that? They should totally be talking to a lawyer six months before they're even really serious about doing this stuff. Mm. Frankly, I think they should talk to a lawyer before they get married because <laughs> they really they don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. What kind of premarital planning do most people have? Well, she does all of the party, all of the ceremony, all of the guests. What's his job? Wear a tux, show up semi-sober. Pay for it. <laughs> Not even that. Her dad pays for it. Yeah, some weddings. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like, so they don't know what they don't know to begin yeah. with. And then they go in and they try and like talk their way through something. And they're just setting themselves up for trouble. So yeah. they can just start going on a little bit more advice, a little bit more direction, a little more actual information beforehand. They'll be much better off. Got it. So it, it sounds like when, when it's because I, I deal with a lot more on the other side where guys are, they receive a filing or they say, my wife is about to file for divorce or all of those things. And I usually tell them, go talk to an attorney, like know what your rights are. Like, what are the kinds of things they should be asking an attorney? Because you're California based. And so the laws there are going to be different from Idaho or Kentucky or Arizona or whatever. But sure. what are the kinds of things they should be looking for when they're going to hire a family law attorney? The laws are going to be different everywhere, but the issues are going to be the same. Right. You know, we've got kids, we got property, we got money. And all of that you have to go and talk to a lawyer about and lay out for them. These are the big issues in, in our relationship. You know, some people have a lot of property and no kids. Some people have a lot of kids and no property. Yeah. That actually seems to be the way that works, usually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you can go in, and, and one of the things I have is a checklist for guys to go in and be like, these are the issues. This is what I've got so that you can go in and tell a lawyer exactly what you have so that you can cut right to the chase. Yeah. You know, a lot of times guys are like, well, we got married 20 years ago. We went on our first date. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I, I need to know there's a beach. I don't need to know every grain of sand. Right. So something I, you know, guys toss around all the time. And, and again, I, I don't give legal advice. I just tell them, hey, you might want to consult a lawyer about this, but it sounds like a bad idea. And, and so I want to hear your thoughts on this. And <laughs> I don't want to paint you in a corner. So if you go, hey, that's a legal thing I can't talk about, then you tell me that. No worries. But here's what I hear a lot is, especially from guys who are, who are successful in business 
or who make a lot of money, what they will do is go, oh, I think she's going to file for divorce. So they start putting money in other places and they start trying to hide money. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Okay. It is a bad idea to hide money. Okay. It is not a bad idea to shelter money. Ooh. Can you, can you speak to that? That sounds really interesting. Yes. Yes, I can. Because here's what's going to happen. If she's starting to think about divorce, she's paying off her credit card bills. So she's going to have all that available for an emergency. And the other thing she's doing is she's going and she's shopping and she's putting something on a debit card or a credit card and then returning it for cash. Mm. She's stockpiling cash. And so what I'm saying for men is you need to do that same thing, but in a legal way. Okay. You need to create a separate account that has community property. If you're in a community property state that's in it, but you have access to it. Okay. Because a lot of guys call me and they're like, I just got kicked out of my house. You cleaned out the bank accounts. I'm living in my truck. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard that story a lot because you were just being a good guy and putting everything into the joint account. And she just cleaned out the joint account. Like in a community property state, if you have a separate bank account, that'll be community property, even if it's in just your name. Yeah. But at least you'll have access to it. Yeah. So I see what you're saying. So basically, don't hide the money so that the court doesn't know you have $15,000 in a separate account, but shelter it so that you have access to it while you're going through this process so that you don't get screwed, essentially. Exactly. I mean, I've seen cases where like she... The day before she files, she maxes out the $150,000 line of credit on the house. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, there's a nice little war chest she just created. Yeah. And guess what? It's community debt in theory. Right. So you both owe it, essentially. Right. Yeah. Which really means you owe it because you're the one who's only, you're the only one who's working, who's paying everything. Right. Right. Very interesting. Um, I want to switch a little bit to something that we come across a lot, and that is the idea of restraining orders. That seems to be like the new norm now where women are using restraining orders against men to throw them out of their house, whatever. And, and, and we work with guys like that who sometimes have been tossed and now they're like, you know what, I'm just going to work on myself and they come into our VIP program. But right. th this is happening a lot. What, what are the issues that, you know, Number one, what to look out for maybe before it happens. And number two, if it happens, what do you do? And how do you respond? Well, number one, men have to understand what domestic violence is in today's world. It is no longer the day of I hit her. We are no longer in the day of OJ Simpson, Nicole Brown Simpson, and he kills her. Mm. We're no longer in the world of, oh, I just pushed her up against a wall and the court's gonna look the other way. Right. We are in the world in California, and, and this is going to go across the nation. Every state's going to have this inside of a year. Coercive control. Mm. And coercive control in a couple is literally this. Mark works. Mark brings home a paycheck. Mark puts his paycheck into a joint account and pays all the bills out of it, but doesn't give her the password to the joint account. Mm. So he's in control of what bills get paid, when they get paid, how they get paid. Yep. She has to put up with you because you're in charge of her. We are literally at the level of, if you raise your voice, that's threatening, it's anger, it's harassment, it's terrorizing, it's domestic violence. Mm. 
Mm. So the big message for guys that I have is like, you don't think you're abusive. And I get that because you're used to locker rooms where it's like, I'll yell the fuck at of you. Yeah. And then we're going to go out in the field and play. Right. And we're going to be fine. And afterwards we're going for beer and burgers. <laughs> you cannot do that with a woman. Yeah. You cannot do that with your kids. It's a completely different world. So that's so no one. kicking tires. What? You can't like kick her tire when she's, when she's leaving you or, or throw something no. at the wall. Yeah. No, none of, that, huh? none of that. Yeah. So that's one is they've got to understand what domestic violence really is. And the world has gone from like this narrow definition to like this huge wide, you can fly a plane through it to now you've been hit with a restraining order. What do you do? First up, follow that thing to the absolute letter. Do not contact her. Do not communicate in any way unless it's allowed in the restraining order. And then only on what it's allowed about. So if you're allowed to talk to her about like when you can see the kids, great. Anything else, off limits, don't do it. Got it. Because the minute you violate that order, you're a dead duck. Yeah. You're just dead. Like literally going to jail dead. Like I had a guy who literally went to jail for text messages with the ex. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. You got to really it? What follow if she those initiates orders. the text messages? Even whoa, so so here's what happened because we get those too. She initiates the text message, they start talking, they go back and forth, you know, maybe 15, 20, 30, 50 text messages back and forth. She gets mad at him because he's not giving her enough money. She goes in and deletes her side of the conversation, then takes screenshots. And what does that do? It looks like there's 50 text messages in a row from him. That's the screenshot that gets submitted to the judge. The judge, all they have to do is look at that and be like, you're abusing her. You're harassing her. 30 days in jail. Wow. Even though there's evidence somewhere else. No, there isn't. Because oh. what did he do? What most men do. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I can't take this conversation. Delete the whole thing. <laughs> Didn't take screenshots. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> on the one hand, yeah, I want to say idiot, and I agree with you. On the other, it's what men do. Yeah. And because they don't know, they don't know that they're going to need that yeah. in their divorce case, in their domestic violence case. So basically, document everything. 100%. Everything, uh, all emails, text messages, voice messages, you got to save everything. Yeah. I was going to be the end of. Um, I really did not have much face-to-face -face conversations with my ex during the divorce. Now we yeah. do because it's amicable now that, you know, we have co-parenting time and all those things. But during the divorce, I literally was either email or text. So that way I could document everything, screenshot everything because of the abuse and, and all that stuff. So sounds like that's the thing that we're going, hey, if you're in this case, you need to document everything you need to be careful about how you respond to her or if you even respond, especially if there are some sort of injunction against you. Totally. You know, there's great tools out there. There's our family wizard for $9 a month and they have scholarships for low income people. There's talking parents. And the beauty of those programs is when you email back and forth with each other, they're now archived. They can't be changed. You Got it. Same thing with the text messages. If they run through that system. They can't be changed. Yeah. Had he done that, he wouldn't have gone to jail. Yeah. Totally. So it sounds like there's a mindset and that mindset is this shit's serious. And like, you can't just fuck around with it. Um, you know, you talked about long-term strategy. You talked about 
you know, the idea of being smart ahead of time and all of that. But what about the guys who are just in denial? Like, how do we like slap them around a little bit and go, dude, she just filed. You need to get your ass up and do something. Like, what would you say to a guy who's more not like he just doesn't know what to do. He's paralysis of analysis. Maybe he's talked to two or three attorneys, but he hasn't really done anything. And maybe he's thinking of just giving her everything away, especially the guys that feel guilty and feel like maybe they weren't the best husbands. I've seen that a million times. So like, what would you say to a guy like that? The hardest part is getting is, is reaching them and getting them to see that there's a problem. Yeah. Because so frequently, if we actually go back to the domestic violence thing, they're actually the domestic violence victim. Mm. They're most likely the victim in a coercive controlled relationship. And we have to wake them up to that fact, which they don't want to hear because I'm a guy and I can't possibly be a victim because I'm a man. So that's just not the way that game is played. We have to get through to them that there's something beyond the Prince Charming White Knight version of reality. Mm. They have to start seeing that you have a role in this. You have to be in control of your life. You have to start taking action and not just giving in to her wishes because they lived by happy wife, happy life. Bullshit. Well, guess what? <laughs> not so much. Yeah. That's one and of I our part of that is, is that they have to recognize that they have their own agency, they have their own power. Yeah. And they have to take it back. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all the stuff that we, we teach in our program. VIP programs focused on specifically communication boundaries. So like what you're talking about with, with, you know, not becoming abusive, not becoming coercive. Those are absolute principles of what we do in our 30 day challenge, as well as in our VIP program. Um, And so if you're listening and you're hearing that, dude, you need to go check that, that out. Uh, It's www.empoweredman.co slash challenge www.empoweredman.co slash challenge. So I want to let's I want to switch gears a little bit. And I know that you just launched something that I thought was incredibly useful to men. And really, honestly, I was surprised at the price point. Um, to me, it was like, wow, dude, like you're giving a ton of value to these guys for like a small investment. And um, I appreciate that as, as somebody who works with guys at all levels, you know, financial, you know, we, we, we get men who come into our, you know, into our, our, uh, what we call our, our, um, our atmosphere our whatever, right. You know, Facebook group, our podcast, whatever. And not all of them have 10,000 to put down on a retainer for a lawyer. Right. But they still need at least some basic advice to get going in that process. Right. And they'll figure out some of the other things, right. Uh, n- not every lawyer is the same, right. Just because you put a 10 K, lo- uh, a, retainer there doesn't mean the guy with the 4k isn't that good you know like it's it's all relative right but i think you've created something that's valuable for men so let's talk about this action pack tell me what like a little bit about what it is and why you created it um and then and then we'll go from there sure well the dad's action pack is designed for fathers who are trying to get more or 50 percent custody of their children now these are guys that they're great dads they just don't know how to communicate their great dads to the court So what we've done is created a system for an hour and a half course where they can learn how to communicate to a judge, how to talk to a judge, how to present yourself in court, how to present yourself on paper. Mm. Because that's the big one that a lot of guys don't recognize is like those papers you're submitting, that's the first impression the judge has of you. Yeah. They're going to get a lot out of, you know, how well is it done? What are you putting in there? What are you communicating? So I've created a system for $97, which 
Oh my because God. of your audience, but but it gets that's, better. That's not even an that's like a half what a half hour of your time, twenty minutes of your time. You know what I mean? Like if, if I tell you what it really is in my time, you'll you'll just die. So I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> like ten minutes. <laughs> close. That's close. <laughs> what I've done is created a system, and for ninety seven dollars for most people, but for your audience, it's I'm giving them a thirty percent off discount if they use the coupon oh. code Empowered. Wow. So it's 27 bucks off. It's we're down to like $70. Dang, dude, <laughs> that's incredible. So basically if I'm a dad facing divorce, facing separation, whatever, I'm in that legal situation where kids are going to be moved from home to home and I haven't either taken legal representation or maybe I have, but I'm not fully prepared to present myself to a judge, fully prepared to, to do all those things. This action pack is going to help me get prepared for that. Is that correct? That's exactly what it is. It's designed to give you a, a way to focus on your relationship with your kids, how to develop what that really means, and how to share that with, with your attorney and a judge. Because if you forgot an attorney, they need to know this information yeah. so they can put it in the paper so the judge can see who you really are as a person. Wow, that's awesome. So we've got two, two websites that I want to direct you guys to, mensfamilylaw.com. That's David's uh, main website. And then we have mensfamilylawcenter.com slash action pack. So it's mensfamilylawcenter.com slash action pack. If you are watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to the Apple podcast or Spotify, there should be some notes below and those links will actually be there so you can go check it out. And as David said, because you're a listener, the Empowered AF podcast, as well as part of our community, you just put in empowered in the coupon code, automatically save 30%. So there you are down to like $67. So if you are facing divorce and you have kids, let's just put it that way. If you're facing divorce, you have kids, you need to go right now, go buy the action pack, get that thing. Uh, it's, it's only an hour and a half's worth of content, but within that hour and a half, you're not gonna be sitting there for like 10 hours and some long drawn out thing. In that hour and a half, you're gonna be prepared. You're gonna know what you need to know. And you're gonna be able to start taking action on those things. Hence it's called action pack, correct? Right. And it's actually 13 lessons. So they're little, they're broken up videos. Oh, perfect. So you don't have to do it all in one sitting. You know, perfect. you can do half in the morning over coffee and half at night over, over dinner. Yep. And, and, and if you're like, I was, when all of this was happening, I mean, I was constantly on law sites. I was constantly on YouTube, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for all of these things. And what you've done is just taken it and put it together. And one nice little package for really, really any guy that's facing this can afford that. If, and if you can't, well, I don't know how you're going to even, get get divorced without without losing your shit uh, essentially you need to go get a second job go do what you got to do to uh to make it work so um david is there any final thoughts you want to leave us with i just want to tell guys they're not alone you yeah. know that's one of the things is they they have this sense like they're the only one going through it and each year there's about two million divorces and about two to three million paternity cases Wow. cases over child custody so we're looking four to five million men a year are facing this Man. Don't think you're alone. Find the support. Get the programs you need to do the job you need to do. That's awesome. Well, David, thank you so much for sharing today. Uh, we appreciate it. And um, guys, like I said, mensfamilylaw.com and mensfamilylawcenter.com slash action pack. Go get that action pack and, uh, and join our 30-day challenge. And uh, I think both of those together are going to be instrumental in your change and transformation. So thank you, David. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group 
That's empoweredman.co, not com, .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.